Hell yeah. All right, man. Episode 10 of That Metal Podcast. I'm Wolfman Dave. So real quick, today's uh, podcast, we're going to have a couple of main topics of interest. We're going to be talking about the top 10 albums of the year. And we're going to talk about the glorious, gorgeous ladies of metal, amongst other things. Uh, anyways, today I have Gilberto Gilbert by my side. Hi, handsome Dan. All right. So, what have you been up to? What, what have you been listening to lately, dude? Uh, lately, was well, if lately since the beginning of the year, <laughs> I've nonstop been spinning that uh, Deaf Heaven album. Oh, it's beautiful. I can't get enough of that one. Yeah. Uh, there's certain songs on there that I have on repeat yeah. for hours upon hours. Yeah. Uh, Honeycomb. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's a great one. Worthless Animal. Yeah. It's like a genius piece of songwriting yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, the other thing I've been listening to uh, lately is the new album from uh, Zeal and Ardor. Right. I know you <laughs> said you're not the biggest fan, but right. it's a guilty pleasure, you know? Yeah. It's kind of a... I, I think it's more of like how you said it's an acquired taste. Yeah. I, I don't really think, I mean, what are they, like from Louisiana or some shit? Or... You know what? I don't even know. Like I, I got into them. I just like their sound, and I haven't really researched anything into them. Yeah, but yeah, I, I just put them on and zone out. Yeah, just the whole chant aspect of it. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'll give it another shot, man. Because I, I usually like right now. You we're talking about Oceans of Slumber, Slumber. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I'll check that out oh, again. Yeah. And I I <clears throat> I've been expanding more. So like I I know one of my friends actually Josh, uh, he talked about Rivers of Nile. And okay. so that kind of like, I remember checking them out before and I was like, I wasn't really into it before. And then he talked about the new album and it's got like, I think there's like a saxophone or some shit in there. Yeah, and yeah. it's like really, it's really fucking cool. So now I'm like, I'm checking out other bands that I just once before thought about, like I didn't like them before. Yeah. yeah. So I need to like check that shit out. Yeah. Some bands can grow on you. I mean, right. It's all right. 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 And, and you, David, what do you, what have you been listening to? You've been jamming. So. On? I mean, lately, uh, we're, uh, Psytropic, lately, mm-hmm. um, I've been checking out, actually, oddly enough, um, because of, just recently, I, I, I started, I became a writer for this online publication, metal publication called Metal Temple, right, right. right? So, I'm an album reviewer, so what they do is they just send me tons of fucking albums all the time. And you just sort through it and listen to everything. They want at least two albums every week that you do, two reviews every week. So I've been writing You're a lucky, lot. You man. Know, it's, lucky. it's it's really fucking it's a amazing. way to expand your music collection. Well, there's well. that. But there's just like I mean I mean, I'm not getting paid, right? It's just like an almost like a, not an internship, but it's more of like a labor of love. Yeah, well living but the what, dream. But... Right. What else is there where you're like actually listening? To metal albums. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from 80s, like all kinds of genres. Yeah. So I get a lot of, um, they've been giving me a lot of uh, AOR, which is adult-oriented rock or, yeah. or arena-oriented rock, uh, which is pretty cool. And I kind of felt like I needed them to give me something different because they asked me, and I, I didn't want to do like black metal or death metal or... Or any of that stuff. Yeah, because yeah. I, there's only so many... Like, I always joke around. Like, there's only so many times that you can say, oh, that's heavy. 
<laughs> it's brutal. Yeah, yeah. He, he could just say that for every single song, you know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. gets boring and it gets repetitive after a while. So they'll give me like power metal, they'll give me some black some black metal, they'll give you a little bit of everything. A lot of eighties uh sounding uh, again throwbacks. No. Yeah, a lot of throwbacks and stuff. Some some power metal and some yeah. prog. So it's really interesting. But because of that I've been listening to a lot of different things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, lately, Psytropic, uh, Stephen Wilson, like a motherfucker, man. Because oh. I just went to go see them recently in San yeah, Antonio. Yeah, I saw that. It was the last show of his uh, tour. And actually, when I got back, I ordered the his Blu-ray, which is, oddly enough, the 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 whole set list is, is identical to what I saw in, uh, yeah, in San Antonio. Oh, so okay. it's, it's like even more intimate, and it's even more... It made it even more a little bit special, because it's exactly the same... Did he play songs uh, from his old band? What are they he, called? Uh, he he played some from yeah from Porcupine Tree. Porcupine Tree, right? right. Yeah, and um, I mean it, it was just a really great. Um, it was beautiful, man. Played it was he played solo, a three hour set. Yeah. There was literally a freaking intermission. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. So I've been listening to a lot of Stephen Wilson. Um, Let's see, Psytropic, Snowy Shaw. Some people trip on on that. Right, you but... got a solo album out, right? Yeah, that one's really cool. That was like, <laughs> I think it's white as the new black. Yeah, it's called... <laughs> it's yeah I saw the covers on. He's like painted up, right? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Uh, then the one I just recently discovered, which was Sludge, and I was just like, fuck, amazed by that. Um. But yeah, I mean that's pretty much. I mean a lot of '80s too, classic rock because, yeah. you know, you, like I said, you can't be gloomy grim all the fucking time and twenty four seven. After a while, it does take take its toll on you because you're like that. I'm, I'm listening to it so I can re- write reviews. Yeah, and I have to change it up. You know, I have to like, kind of. I think a... I like I think if you're making something to make it sound even heavier, it's cool to like contrast it and listen to other things that are yeah, not yeah. as heavy take a musical prozac as it were uh, yeah i guess you could call it that yeah that's true so pretty much that and also you know i'm excited because uh the the 70k 70 000 tons of metals coming up oh, pretty right, soon right right um what in about a month man we got Damn. january 30th set off from fort lauderdale and well, we're going to head out to Haiti, uh, the northern uh, the northern tip, which is called Labadi or Labadi. Or, mm. I don't know, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. The northern tip where black metal is made. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just the tip. Yeah. But it's great. <laughs> but it's great because like, it looks beautiful. Like The waters are just like crystal clear. It looks really nice. But, you know, they're like, hey, you guys can't go anywhere past the tourist area. you oh, got to right, stay yeah. in there. I'm like, yeah, I... I didn't plan on it, you know. I don't want no, no nobody doing any like your head voodoo. On stick. Yeah, I don't want no voodoo magic on me. Mm. But yeah, like so. Today's topic, one of the ma- the main topics, is we're we're gonna talk about uh, you know, our, our top picks of the of 2018. And there were there <clears throat> were there were so many there were so many fucking uh, it was uh, a, it was a albums. great great year. It really is. Uh, it really was. I mean, and. It, it kind of sucked for me because there was a couple that I heard just recently, so I didn't I didn't include them 
on my list only because um, I didn't think it was fair. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, with that being said, there these are not in any particular order. I'm just going to talk about them and um, there's not one that's like the album of the year. Right, right. I like them all collectively, so it's fine. So, I don't know if you want to go first. Oh, uh, sure, yeah. Uh, in no particular order as well, I guess I'll start off with, uh, with Cryptopic. Mm-hmm. That their band I've recently just got acquainted with. Yeah. That had such a really badass sounding album that <laughs> had to include them. Right. Th- those are the ones that actually are in my honorable mentions because also I just recently heard them. So they're what I what I what I tell everybody it's like uh well what did we just say if it was like Lamb of God and Dying Feet is fucked yeah yeah exactly that's if, exactly what it sounds like it, <laughs> that would be like their spawn is is psychotropic it's like fucking they're just like really out there and um but let me see the name of the album I forgot the name of the album. It's called Spawn of Fetus. <laughs> it's called As the Kingdom Drowns. So th- I rec- highly recommend you check that out too. Yeah. yeah so that, that's a good pick. It is. So, all right. So mine, uh, mine would be uh, Skeleton Witch, uh, Devouring Radiant Light. Yeah. And to me, that I'm more than certain that it's going to be on a lot of different critics' um, lists. Yeah. Their top 20, 25, whatever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. If it's not, I mean, uh, it's it should be. <laughs> yeah, well, they're a hell of a band. I mean, I saw, saw them once when they came here. Yeah. Uh, I missed them when they just recently came, like, yeah. what, a month ago, a month and a half ago? Yeah, yeah. No, I that's, didn't see them then. That's I saw, when I missed some, them. Some years ago. So now they're different. Really? They're not the same anymore. Yeah. And I think this is an interesting topic because I kind of feel like they should change their name now. Because they're no longer this black and thrash. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not longer anymore. They're now they're playing this melodic, like almost, you know, uh, post metal thing going on. Not necessarily all the time, but they have elements of. They slow it down big time. Yeah, they're just major, super melodic, starting to evolve. They're oh, dude, and and then they have a different singer. They got. I forgot his name, but they got a different singer. The guy Chance is no longer their their singer that they had before, which is I think attributed to whether <clears throat> their sound is changing so much, well, yeah. you know. And I mean, but yeah, there's so much growth, and it's just super melodic. It, to me, now it's just melodic, blackened death yeah. metal, man, a little technical. And I felt like the entire album is fucking amazing. Not there's not one filler track or anything. Like yeah. The whole album through through is badass. So I think if anything, if you guys haven't heard, check out Skeleton Witch's new album, uh, Devouring Radiant Light. Well, not new. came out in October, but <laughs> Devouring Radiant Light, that's going to be... And then plus the cover album, the cover art is just badass. It's very... It's a little like, different than like, what they've uh, gone with before. Yeah, it's mysterious. Yeah. It's like almost like a, a some sort of creature in the fog mist or yeah. like something eating the light, I guess, right? Yeah. Devouring... Uh, so that's that's my pick. What's uh, your next one? All right, my next pick 
is At The Gates. Their newest album. Cool. We, we overlap on that. Awesome. So that was my last pick. Really? Because um, I have I have ten, so that way I don't have to talk about that no more. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, did you get a chance to see them? No, no, I didn't. But you did, right? You yeah. Went to, went to Phoenix. Yeah, man. It was a, I mean the whole, the whole show was badass. Yeah. Wolves in the throne room. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, Behemoth, uh, Brohemoth. <laughs> they were fucking badass. Everybody was badass. Uh, at the gates was just. They're a bucket list band for me, you know. Yeah. Like I had to watch them. I've not, never they're, seen them. Yeah, they were the reason why I went. You know, all these dudes that were there, they were the youngins. Yeah. They were like, so, um, tell me what uh, Brohemoth album is your favorite, and like, what do you like from? And I'm like, I like, I like Brohemoth. They're badass, but yeah. they're not my favorite, and I didn't go really to watch them. Yeah, yeah. I was excited about At the Gates. I was excited about Wolves in the Throne Room. You know. Yeah. Oh, and at the gates definitely. played fucking just everything from everything. They're just fucking killer, dude. Um, Went back to Slaughter of the Soul. You know the yeah, the the new album to drink from the night itself. Like again, the cover art is amazing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, right. But also they're they went back. I think I think there's definitely back to Slaughter of the Soul. Yeah, it's like, a throwback. Yeah, that's what I loved about it. I mean, it's, it's, it was like back to form. Yeah, that was a really good album. <clears throat> I. Didn't really check out the last album they made. Was it like a few years ago? Yeah. Uh, I forgot the fucking name. Because I, I know I heard it, but it didn't... Yeah, it didn't you know make what I mean? too much of an impression. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I was like, eh, maybe I'll, I'll revisit it or something. Because the, yeah. the cover looks pretty cool, but I'm like, I don't know. I'll, I'll check that shit out, I guess. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, but if you guys have not heard, I mean, it's basically... A, a refined version of at the gates now when like it's better yeah. you know they, they're firing on all cylinders they're just they're just some fucking yeah after ass. all these years they've just gotten better and better yeah and yeah i mean and the i mean there's just tons of riffs that are yeah. just amazing on there so at the gates so my next pick would be uh d snyder okay uh for the love of metal yeah i got to see them and uh we'll see you know, know last speaking month rock. yeah well, this month it was in the Start of this very month, beginning already? of the yeah, month, yeah. yeah. Got to see them at Speaking Rock. Uh, I heard the album. It's, it's, it's good. It's fucking great. It's thrashy a little. There's parts yeah. where it's a little heavier than I would expect yeah. the D. Snyder album. Yeah. You know, and it's it's a lot of it has to do with. I'm excited to how what they're gonna go in the next, on the next D, D album yeah. because this one was mostly written by Jimmy Justa. Mm. You know, Hatebreed and some of his homeboys. They yeah. they wrote most of the album. And I don't, I don't actually know if D had any input in maybe vocals or like lyrics. Yeah. Because lyrically, it sounds like him. Right, right. So I think he did might have some input in it. Yeah. But the music was already written. And to me, it reminded me of, let's say, Halford going solo. Bruce Dickinson mm. going solo. Uh, Ripper Owens going solo. Yeah. Um, Udo from except like mm-hmm. all these guys it just reminded me of them yeah they all solo. have great albums solo. And they all have yeah and they all have heavy really good albums you know so again this one is, is a little bit of a I guess uh, an acquired taste for some I think yeah but if you like Twisted Sister and if you like heavy metal like traditional heavy metal like Judas Priest and Iron Maiden and shit like that 
uh, you'll like this one because it's a good combination. Definitely. Um, and he doesn't sound like... He just sounds kick-ass, like always. Like, his vocals are just... Like, yeah. when he played live, man, it was fucking great, dude. Really? He just sounded sharp, and he... And he... I remember watching the documentary on Netflix uh, about Twisted Sister. It's like their story or whatever. And apparently, he would, like, pick on people and shit. And if they weren't excited, if they weren't clapping, or if they weren't, like, <laughs> doing anything, yeah, he would yeah. call them out. And he was, like, tell the band to be quiet. Yeah. And say, look, this fucking guy over here is being a pussy. <laughs> or whatever. He would just, like, talking shit to people. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did that. He did that at the fucking uh, at Speaking Rock, and I guess he still does that shit because I guess it's not something that goes away. Yeah. So like somebody, he was like, "Oh, you know, they played. Uh, we're not gonna take it." He's like, "It would have been a perfect song. It would have been a. You guys would have been a perfect audience if it weren't for these right two. Yeah, if it weren't for <laughs> these two. And he like started pointing them out, calling them out. And yeah. Shit. So they're like, "Let's do it again." Oh shit. <laughs> it was it was really cool, man. Um, but yeah, I, I I definitely recommend that if you're into you know just traditional heavy metal. Yeah, it's not like insanely fast or whatever, but it's still heavier than Twisted Sister, even though they're, exactly. they're pretty I, heavy anyways. That's what I got from it right away. I was like, oh, this is different. Yeah, it's a little more headbangy. Oh yeah, and and, and then it's kind of like the later half of the album is just kick-ass. Hmm. So like after like the first, let's see, I don't know, maybe track five or six and on it's yeah. just fucking just heavy <clears throat> alright uh, next on my list is uh, the newest album from Zeal and Ardor uh, okay Stranger Fruit opinions sir <laughs> I just heard a little bit and it wasn't for me yeah I don't know. I'm, like I said, I'm gonna check out other stuff that I had, like, I had a previous like, negative opinion about yeah, bands yeah. just because I heard them. And I mean, I'll admit it's it's a it's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. It's a guilty pleasure. It's uh, probably bad for you. I'm <laughs> gonna admit, you know, it'll probably dumb you down a little, but <laughs> but it's great music to zone out to. I mean, yeah, it is very relaxing. It's very soulful, very spiritual. And that's what I I took away from it. It was yeah. it's an experience listening to that album. It was yeah. and their previous album also. I mean that's why I got into this one. I w- listened to their first one, and I think their second one is even more an improvement on that. Yeah, because it's just something that you can zone out to. You don't have to think too much on it. That's good then. Yeah, I could appreciate that because I know I like that. Um, you don't have to like think yeah, too every much. Every once it. in a while, you don't want a thinker's album. You, as great as uh, as really technical stuff is, one point you just want to zone out and say, you mm-hmm. know, just gonna listen to this album and let my mind go where it, wherever it may. You know, also there's there's that's a very good point because I like I like albums like that, but I also like stuff that's like um, where you just let it play, yeah, and you're just chilling with your you're just hanging out you're doing you're doing your thing, either you're having some beers, you're cleaning, whatever the hell it is that you're yeah, doing. Yeah. Taking a shower, whatever the fuck. As it were. But there's some that you just leave it. Mm-hmm. And you're not, you just like, it's a good album just to have on. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. I think I do that with like, I don't do that very often anymore. You know, I got obsessed with making playlists. <laughs> oh, okay. 
just like custom playlists and like yeah. I'll share them with my friends like here check this shit out and, yeah yeah you know and, and I don't know I, I I got a little spoiled with that so now I kind of like don't go through albums anymore and I think yeah. that sucks too because now I'm, I feel like I'm missing out on other songs yeah yeah that that artist yeah that's, know, that's, has that's what's what's made me very album oriented mm-hmm. I'm always scared of missing that one song you know People yeah. that hear one or two songs from an album, they could be missing that hidden gem in there that nobody yeah. talks about, yeah. but it's going to be your favorite song for life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, you know, it's, 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 that's really fucking crazy because like, I feel like I've done that with the majority of everything else, like Metallica, Megadeth, mm-hmm. Pantera, yeah. you know, all that shit. And it's like, oh yeah, uh, you just, it, it, and you're talking to somebody and you're just like, oh yeah, you know, um. And Dyer's Eve, whatever, Justice for All, whatever, uh, Black End, or whatever. You just like talk, <laughs> you just start saying these songs, yeah, yeah, and you're talking to them, and they're just like, Yeah, it's like it's normal talk, yeah, like they understand exactly what you're saying, exactly, yeah, yeah. So, I think that's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I need to start just completely. So, what I do is just listen to the entire album, and then I'll just pick out the songs that I like from, yeah, them. you know what I mean. So, I need to stop doing that and just check everything out more and more and more. That's yeah. That's especially lately because of the the reviews. Mm-hmm. I've had to do more. Yeah, I've had to listen to everything so many times. Right, right. And then just like write. So it's funny because now I listen to music differently. I guess now. So, oh yeah, with the critics here. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. I like it. You know. Oh. Um. And that was. Um, what album again? That was Zeal and Ardor, Stranger Fruit. Stranger Fruit, that was the name. So they're, are they new? Technically, Somewhat. Technically, right? Yeah, this is yeah. their second album, right? Second album, yeah. All right, cool. I'm gonna check. I know that, yeah, I'll, I'll have to check them out. And for those who don't know, I mean, Zeal and Ardor combines several genres. Yeah, that's I mean, why, yeah, go for it. It's metal, it's blues, it's black metal, it's soul Mm-hmm. It has elements of, you know, excuse me, chant that that you'd hear maybe in a gospel spiritual church. Yeah, but yet it's anti spiritual, anti gospel. Yeah, elements of uh, you know evil and Satanism are in there, but made to sound almost like you know like a Southern Pentecostal spiritual. Yeah, that's why. That's what my question was like. I think they're from like Louisiana or some right, shit. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, the sound is definitely the South, there. Yeah, yeah. Like somewhere in like New Orleans, in like this whole, you know, spiritual voodoo hoodoo yeah, exactly. uh, type stuff going on. Like yeah. when you listen to it, like even the, the, the symbols and they have everything, you know, yeah. like even that kind of. Yeah, and I've always had know. a soft, soft spot for that, for blues and southern type spiritual music I mean, it's very soulful i mean you can't it's really working, it's the working men's exactly music you know and that's what you do man um so i guess it's cool you fucking I, you know, identify with that shit you yeah know? i think we're, we have an album that overlaps that you talked about you've been listening to yeah. a lot the whole year and so i'll bring it up as my next album which is Deaf Heaven hell yeah so Ordinary Corrupt Human Love right 
I think this is to me. Um, it's it's creepy and scary because not creepy as in the music. But I'm just saying it's creepy in that and scary because I've driven places with this on, mm-hmm. and I swear I don't know how I got there sometimes. Oh, you're right, right. Because there's like can zone out. Yeah, that that whole post metal post rock scene where it's just like yeah. dreamy, dude. That's a shoegaze element. There you go. That has the they have the shoegaze. (laughs) You're just like tripping, and you're just like, oh shit, I'm here already. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you just snap out of it. You know. That's what I'm saying. It's it's scary because of that. But uh, it's hypnotizing, dude. I mean, it it is. And I went to their show a few months ago, back in October. Yeah, that's the one I missed. I fucking. It was a really badass show. Yeah. They sound just like they do on the album live, and even more, even better because you see. The the singer performing and man that guy just tears his heart out for every performance. Yeah. I've seen him on um, that uh, YouTube show. What's in What's in my bag? Oh okay, uh, right where he shows off. The, yeah, whatever they're buying. Yeah, and he him and his I forget who else. It's I think it was his guitarist. Yeah, I think it was both. Yeah, they're on there. And it's I love I love when they come. I love when especially people who played. You know, diverse of the music that's like that because it's like they they, they never such, they listen to everything everything right right they're it's never just like oh I'm listening to another fucking yeah I discovered like three bands just from that one video yeah <laughs> so you're just like and I, and I also loved um what was his name Necro Butcher from uh, Mayhem right right he's like the cure or yeah, like, yeah <laughs> the exactly <cult. laughs> that's why those videos are so cool because yeah. you see these guys that perform a certain type of music yeah. You know, the most brutal, evil type of music, yet yeah. they're into stuff like that. You know, they buy an NXS album or something. There you go. And it's it's really interesting, yeah. like, to see that. And it's humanizing yeah. also. And I, and I love how you, you can just see, um, especially Necro Butcher. I mean, I feel so bad for the I understand why he's such a fucking asshole to everybody. Right, yeah. He's gone through so much shit. Yeah. He went, he, you know, dead. Fucking blows his brains out. Yeah. And then fucking Euronymous gets fucking stabbed to death and shit yeah. and, and whatever. He saw a lot of fucking people die. Yeah. You know, he, his band, you know, well, Mayhem just went through a lot of different things. Yeah, I mean, in metal, so, that's the one thing, the story of Mayhem, you know, right. that everybody knows about. It's yeah. almost like an urban legend, except it's not. It's, <laughs> right. It's real. <laughs> yeah, it's real. <laughs> and then, like, you know, like, have you seen the Headbanger's Journey? Yeah, where he's just like, "Who are they? Fuck you!" and whatever. Like that's hilarious. Like I know he was drunk, but like yeah. you could tell where he's just being an asshole. Yeah, yeah. It just comes from, and the other dude is just fucking trying not to laugh. And it's almost like he's earned that right to be an asshole. I I, I would say so because I I saw the the mayhem documentary. I think it's on on YouTube right yeah. now too, and you you see him fucking going through everything and why yeah. he's so fucking like. Why he he's bummed out? Yeah, and just such a dick, because he went through a lot. So, but anyways, we're talking about Deaf Heaven. Deaf Heaven. Uh, and Their sound is very much like bands like Mayhem, except brought into a new era. Yeah, I I I, I, I kind of feel them as like a next level Agalock. Uh, right. Not as fast, maybe, uh, or not as. Um, yeah, I guess maybe. Yeah, they have. I mean, they made it their own because it, yeah. it doesn't sound European. It doesn't have that right. European black metal sound. Yeah, it's got 
the the shoegaze element takes over the whole melodic structure. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have those minor keys. Yeah. It doesn't have the harmonic minor changes. It, if I, I listen to a lot of like God is an astronaut, explosions in the sky. Yeah. And I feel like the, if those guys went metal, it, it you know, would be death, death heaven. heaven. Yeah. Yeah. So I, those are good. By the way, those are other good bands to check out yeah. if you haven't checked them out. So, Deaf Heaven, Ordinary Corrupt Human Love. For all you people who are in a, um, maybe looking for something different or if you're, you know, different than Agaloc or whatever, but you want something. If you like more. Agaloc, if you like Alceste. Oh, especially like if you like Alceste. Especially. Yeah. Then Deaf Heaven is a good one for you. All right, my next one uh, would be the band Portal, their newest album, yeah. Ion. Right. I love the fucking cover art for that one. Right. I only heard a little bit. Yeah. It's it's different from their previous ones. It, it's a. I would say it's not an evolution of sorts, but they're trying something different. Yeah. Because they've sounded. I wouldn't say pretty much the same, but they haven't strayed too far from their formula. But this album I see is a, it's a little it's the farthest they've gone. I didn't really check it out too much because I only heard what was it? I've only heard like snippets. Yeah. So I can't really just it to me is very noisy. Oh yeah. yeah. Like that's just like the one thing that I could describe. I don't know if someone were to be like, "Who do they sound like?" I have no idea. Hmm. Um, who do they sound like, or what? What's the? Oh, they were the first to sound exactly like that. They influenced several bands that came after them. Yeah. Most notably, bands like uh, Mitochondrion. Yeah. And it's just a it's a weird, very uh, primordial sound. Yeah. It's a lot of noise, just like you said. It's drenched in noise. Yeah. They use, you know, D2 Nate string guitars. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you can fathom that. That's fucking crazy. Um, the, the drums aren't the typical blast beats. They, it sounds almost like a like a trudging train that's just not going anywhere. It's, yeah. The songs, I mean, for the uninitiated, it would be very frustrating to listen to. It's like, where's this song going? Yeah. But... You, you it, know... I got like that with um, Sunno. Oh, Sunno, right. I got really frustrated when I heard them. Yeah. Because I didn't get it. Yeah. It never clicked. Um, I think the appeal is much the same. It's not so much about the music, but the atmosphere it creates, I guess. Yeah. It's like soundtrack-esque, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because out, like... Excuse me, like, yeah, Sunno was really fucking just droning. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, the epitome of drone music right there. Yeah, yeah, it is. Which, um, I think they're named after what, that? The Amp? Amp company, yeah. right? <clears throat> um, Portal Ion? Ion. Or? Yeah. Okay. So, my next one. A lot of people know that I've been talking about this one for a long time already. And uh, it's the Night Flight Orchestra. 
with mm. sometimes the world ain't enough. Okay. Now, for me, this was like total blast from the past. Fucking foreigner, electrolyte orchestra, journey. And, you know, it's got uh, speed. It was a stride from um, Soil Work, mm. singer from Soil Work. The singer, uh, the bass player from uh, Arch Enemy. Uh, and it's got a bunch of other people involved. But it's total, like, fun, sometimes almost disco sounding at times. Oh, wow. But it's just rock. Yeah. Straight up rock. 80s arena rock. And I have not listened to it, so... It's it's fun. It's just, like... This is a beautiful album to just... While you're having some beers, leave it on. Okay. And we're already at that age where we heard plenty of metal yeah. and, and rock and stuff, you know. So it's not like it's like, oh, it's gotta be new shit only, or I'm yeah. not gonna fucking listen to it. You know what I mean? So you'd be you'd be at home, you'd be comfortable with it. You yeah. know what I mean? You wouldn't be like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's a safe zone. Yeah, yeah, it still would be fine. It'd be, be good. And shit, this would be like shit, dude. Even though they're not like one of those like like you could put it on with like your parents. Yeah. <laughs> even like, they'll ask you, hey, what's that? Yeah. It, Hey, don't worry about it. <laughs> You're not gonna steal this band from me, goddamn. Yeah. But like, yeah, they're just—I uh, don't know how to explain it. Super '80s arena rock. You know, if you're gonna listen to them, I think some of the the best tracks are like uh, Barcelona, Paralyzed. Uh, those are some of the good. There's a lot of good ones. Yeah, there's too many of them. I definitely need to check it out then. Yeah, we'll check it out later, dude. It's oh, yeah? it's really fucking good. I'm telling you. Um, but it's not like heavy. Yeah. It's just straight up 80s rock. Done in a really outstanding way. It's just like nostalgia. Like yeah. on a plate for you. Huh. It's really good. So that's my pick. Uh, the Night Flight Orchestra. The Night Flight Orchestra. Sometimes the world ain't enough. All right. All right. My next album pick uh, for this year was uh, a Pig Destroyer. New album. Uh, called Head Cage. Right. That's in a lot of uh, critics' um, yeah, uh, lists, list, yeah. man. I see that a lot. It's not a bad album. I mean, it, it doesn't <coughs> doesn't rank up there with their best, which is what I would say is uh, Prowler in the Yard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely them at top form. Yeah. I heard a little bit of it. And I didn't hate it. Yeah. But again, the thing is, is like, okay... With music, I'm the same way. Like, let's say with video games. Let's say uh, I'm playing a new game or whatever, and then something else comes out that's new. I'll switch over to that game and forget about the other one. Yeah. And I don't do it on purpose. It's just that's how it is. So when I listen, I listen to it, and then I start listening to something else. Very much ADHD with music. And there's a lot of people out you guys. You guys fucking know that I am. (laughs) I will be switching. I won't even let the song finish. Yeah, yeah. I'll fucking switch. Like, I got the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I'm talking about like when we're even when we're hanging out, yeah. I'll change the song yeah. <laughs> like halfway. He's like, "All right, I'm done." Like he said, I got the gist of it. Next, what else is that? You know what I mean? Like that's funny because I need to stop doing that. Anyways, so Pig Destroyer. What's it? Wait, what's the name? Uh, Head Cage. Head Cage. I'll uh, we'll whip it on tonight and check that shit out because right. yeah, that came out. I think. What, like late um, summer? Yeah, in the late summer, I think. Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, because pe- pe- since then, people have been talking about it. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, my next one, and I don't know if you've heard this one yet, uh, but Judas Priest Firepower, the new yeah. Priest. Yeah, yeah. I think they came out like in March, April. Yeah. I, I liked it. Or I dig it. I dig yeah, it was it was fucking great. I mean, to me, I thought it was more like a, um, uh, like a direct, not sequel, but like directly coming from uh, Painkiller. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it definitely had a lot of those elements. Dude, I mean, the riffage that's on there. Yeah. The intense. Faulkner and, and Tipton are just like on fire, dude, yeah. on this one, man. Because like they, I don't know if they just he's what they needed. To inject that next, yeah, you know, next speed, you know, like just to, just that level of, of riffage, man, and the solos were fucking insane. Yeah, on this right, one. yeah. They just had uh, a lot of um, so much chemistry going on, and the guys, I, I mean, the guys, a hell of a lot younger than, than everyone. Yeah. Is, is it Richie, Richie Faulkner, whatever his name is? Um, well, who are they gonna hire? They're not gonna hire somebody older than them. Probably it's kind of hard to do. Probably not. But I, I'm glad that when they went on tour, I think Tipton had to step out for a bit and they got Andy Sneep uh, yeah. to, to fill in. And I loved, I, I totally love that he got his chance to fill in and, and go yeah. in with Judas Priest. Because he got everybody's blessing. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Tipton's like, no, I want Andy Sneep. He's like, I want him to be my replacement. Yeah. He He's the one who, who produced uh, Firepower. And so he was, I guess he's been, I mean, that guy's been around the block. Yeah, a long late time. Late 80s, yeah. you know, 80s, late 80s. But he's been around the block. I mean, he even did the Pissing Razors. Yeah. You know? So, like, he's been around the block. So yeah. I thought that was cool. I thought that was, it's like a dream come true for, like, imagine a kid. Yeah, for somebody that's been in it so long. <laughs> yeah. He earned that. He's like, I mean, of all bands, you just priest. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's, I would, um, so I'm, uh, props to him. I'm happy for him. So, uh, yeah, Firepower, Judas Priest. Uh, one of my other picks uh, and if you haven't heard it check it out because that's actually pretty heavy yeah. alright my next pick uh, for one of the albums of the year is Immortal Northern Chaos Gods that's right we uh mesh on that one right there yeah we, we overlap on that one did you check it out right away R- right away yeah first week it came out I was like excited to hear it because yeah. I mean, it was their first album without Abbott. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's a pretty ballsy move from a guy from the, was it Demonaz, right? Uh-huh. He said he wasn't ever going to be able to play guitar the same way anymore. Oh, yeah. And then to take on both duties, guitar and singing. Yeah. And then to put out this awesome, amazing album. Yeah. It's just a throwback to... To everything black metal was in the early '90s, but oh. just updated. Yeah, it was it was, it was an amazing album. It was like a powerful display. I, I I completely agree. I think it's probably the best since uh, Sons of Northern Darkness. Yeah, uh, being the last like one of the other yeah last ones that they've done. I was skeptical, man. I wasn't sure what to expect because I was like, ah, well, Abath isn't there and. He's the mastermind. <laughs> I was like, thinking, you know, how is it going to sound without him? And fucking amazing. It was. It was just killer, dude. I yeah. mean, there's, again, the cover art, the, there's what, eight or nine tracks on it, I think. Yeah. That, so it's just the right amount. Nothing too crazy. Um, 
There's only one nine-minute song, and the rest are three, four Is minutes. Is it uh, Mighty Raven Dark? Yeah. I mean, that's a fucking killer song, too, yeah. man. But yeah, that, to me, I think if you're... I, I've been jaded with, 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 with Black Metal. Yeah. I've been super jaded with everything that's been out lately. Yeah, I felt the this same is way a good injection. I heard that, yeah. This is a good injection to the soul, man, because like, this is a definite... Uh, I don't want to say... It, like, well, yeah, I guess it sort of is a throwback, but... But at the same time, like you said, it still sounds modern. Yeah. So it's like the best. Yeah, they hit it out of the park with this one. I mean, right. It was it was great. It was like a little bit of everything that Immortal had ever done. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden it's just like, I don't know. I think he had a lot of, um, he had a, like a lot to prove. Yeah, exactly. Demonaz had a lot of fucking proof yeah. on this album. And I don't know. If you've heard anything on it, or, or if they are, but are they, do you know if they're going to tour on it? I haven't heard anything. No, me neither. I'm, I've been, you know, wanting to to see that. I mean, yeah. that's, that's that would be amazing if they yeah. did. Because even even without a buff, I think it still will be a bucket list band. Yeah. Uh, because I still think they're historical in terms of. Black metal. Yeah, in terms of their influence. Anything like that, I want to check out. I want to be able to say that I saw. Yeah. Stuff like that. Even if it's like... No. I don't like Varg. So, no, not... <laughs> not <laughs> what's his face? Uh, um, his band... Uh, Burzum? Bur- oh, fuck. There's a handful of people that I would probably physically assault... And Varg would be one Varg of them. Varg would probably be one of them. Mm. You know, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> For the things he allegedly did. And uh, Joe Buck. Oh. I fucking hate Joe Buck with a passion. All you guys know that shit, though. Fuck that puto. Anybody, Anyways. Anybody that has you on Facebook would know that. Yes. I want to say really quick, though, too, that Mastodon sucks. I just want to add that really quick. I'm not going to agree or disagree. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I always have to... I, I can tell what's on the tip of your tongue, though. Yeah. You're going to say ghost sucks too, right? Uh, of course. <laughs> but I wasn't even going to bring that up until you brought it up, so... Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I'm always going to bring that up. I know. I was... Uh, it's one of those bands, dude, that are like scrappy do. Where it's like all bark and no bite. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, I and think the mistake with with most metal metalheads and Ghost is they're looking at it as a metal band. Right. They're not a metal band. That's not a metal band. That's a straight up just rock, plain rock band. And they're kind of <clears throat> comparing it to other metal bands. And it's, not, it's never going to be... It's never going to be on par with metal. I... I I also have to disagree, though, with uh, that I don't think they have a one ounce of uh, Blue Oyster Cult mm. in them. And I'll be honest with you, that's one of my favorite bands. Yeah. They don't sound anything like that. They Not have, really. They don't take any elements. You know? They might take some elements from, like, King Diamond or stuff yeah. like that. That's cool. That's fine. But not necessarily... Well, yeah, I don't know where still, that comes from. Yeah, exactly, I, don't know. But... <laughs> I don't understand that. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't understand that one. <laughs> that's to me, that's strange. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. But I tried. I mean, I tried. They're, it's like Tool. I don't like Tool. Hmm. I dislike them so much. Yeah. But every year I try. I have a day. Yeah. I'm like, all right, dude. I'm going to start checking out their songs, their albums. And I just can't. I just, yeah. I just can't do it, man. I just can't do it. And so... Plus the... Uh, I think it's time for them to drop that whole facade, this, the whole Pope and Papa. And... Well, it changes. I mean, the, the guy right now, right. his incarnation, as it were, yeah. is totally different than anything he's done before. I mean, he's wearing a mask, but it's not painted. He doesn't wear the Pope outfit anymore. Yeah. He wears almost like a skin-tight uh, <laughs> bodysuit, and he's doing ballet moves all over the stage. I mean, I went to see him this last time at uh, the Abraham Chavez. Yeah. And man, that guy was all over the place. He must be in shape. <laughs> Probably so. Yeah. Oh, you have to be, I think, if you're a singer. And, and then the Pope made a appearance for about three, four minutes. He came out playing the saxophone. Everybody was tripping out on that. Yeah, that does sound like a fucking trip, man. <laughs> Anyways. But... I don't uh, have any. Um, I hate Mastodon more than them. Yeah, I'm a Mastodon. Yeah. I feel like I feel like uh, those guys just try too hard and yeah. they just suck. Anyways, we've gone we've gone too far. We've gone off topic here. Yeah. So next pick. My next pick is. The new album from Oceans of Slumber called right. The Banished Heart. Okay. That one I'm, I'm going to check out again. Because yeah. uh, for sure, like we are listening to it earlier. Uh, and I'm like, okay. I'll have to give it another go because I don't feel like I listened to it just a handful of times yeah. or less. I don't think that's enough. Hmm. You know what I mean? Plus, I, I like what we heard too. Yeah today so i'll check them out again um and so why are they unique i mean they're a band that blew me away the first time i heard them i mean they this is their second album their first album winter was just one of those perfect albums no filler tracks every song was great you know from start to finish that album was just tremendous were they were they around relapse records uh i think so at one point you know why? Because I, I, I bought um, a 30 for 30. Yeah. 30 albums for $30. Yeah, yeah. From them. And I think I you th- might have and some and Oceans and I, I thought I had an old, old Oceans album. No. Yeah, probably from before they had their their singer, Cammy. When they were a, more of a death metal band. Nah, man. This is all Century Media, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they're from Houston, Texas. They're from close by, and I've been hoping they'd play a show here. Yeah, I, I'm just barely looking to. That's fucking cool, dude. Yeah. All of them? Yeah. That's cool, yeah. dude. Yeah. Houston, Texas. Yeah, they're no strangers in the in the music scene over there. They go to a lot of shows. You go to a show over there, you're bound to run into some of them. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I like I like that. I mean, that's that's fucking humble, right? That's fucking cool. 
Yeah, so um, it's, a, it's a great album. I mean, I don't know if it's on par with their first album, but it's definitely, it's more laid back. It's a slight change, but their first album, if you haven't heard it, I definitely recommend you hear that one first. Winter? Yeah, and then Vanished Heart, because Winter is just like the perfect one. Okay. They kind of like put a lot of their energy into that one. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty cool. I'll check that out. Yeah, I, I, I did get a little bit more interested, so I'll probably check them out. Cool. And I know they were also on a lot of critics' uh, lists yeah. also. Uh, this one, I think, is going to be also on a lot of lists uh, is uh, Harakiri for the Sky. Oh. And I know I talked about this in the past before with my friend Fabian. Oh. Excuse me. And, uh, man, that other, that fucking, that Shiner beard is, right? is going to be fucking... Burpy, dude. <laughs> Feel sorry, audience. My bad. It was good beer, though. Fuck. It was really good. I'm sorry, man. I, I'm gonna be burping all that, guys. My bad. I'll try not to burp as that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Harakiri for the sky. It's called Arson. Hmm. It's another one of those beautiful, just melodic post. Uh, uh, post death metal. You know, well. I don't know how to explain it. Post metal, melodic death metal. It's, yeah. all, it's like it's all a fucking combination of everything. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's also another. I guess champion, if if, if you will, like Agalok. I would yeah. say. You know these guys are. Was it Hungarian, Belgian? What are they? Uh, I think they're Belgian. I think they're from. Oh, okay. From Belgium. But they're they're just outstanding to me. If if. I think these guys are would be like a super fast version of Death Heaven. Yeah. Like a, just steroid injected. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've heard a, a few songs. I haven't listened to that whole album. Yeah. Yet. But I, I would I would say that I think a direct, like if we had to compare them, I think Agalak would be a good yeah. uh, comparison. Yeah. So, again, I've talked about them like endlessly on the different podcasts and stuff like that so um and there's a reason you know the new album Arson is something everybody should check out if you're into Agalock and whatever yeah. so uh by the way guys uh, there's a there's a game that uh if you could uh drink every time you hear Agalock and then uh, every time you hear me burp you drink be pretty shit faced by yeah. the end of this podcast I think so Right, <laughs> check the, so, and uh, every time I say yeah, or every time I say fuck, and every time I say right, right, right. There you go. Um, you guys probably won't last halfways. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so Harakiri for the sky, arson. Check it out. Next. All right. My my next one. Well. That seems to be it, because we've overlapped on all of them now, so my last one was okay. Deaf Heaven, so... Okay. So, again, it's a shot, drink. So, this next one, to me, is going to be in, uh, I guess it'll be one of those albums where you'd, like, you have to check out Awewa. Yeah. Like... Like, you have to fucking check it out. And it's Amorphous, mm. Queen of Time. 
What is that, like their 17th album or something? (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Probably like 13th or 14th. I don't know. But you're not that far. (laughs) You're not that far. Uh, I think what, what, what makes this album so fucking amazing is that I think it's like, it's an amalgam of everything that they've everything of yeah they've ever done yeah so from the tales from a thousand lakes to am universum to just everything they've done yeah up until now if they just if it's like you know just doing everything that they have known and you know just mm-hmm. learning from everything yeah. and just evolve straight up evolving but this is like another evolution. You know what I mean? They started evolving and they started getting their clean vocals and all that shit. Like yeah. a lot of bands did. Anathema did that. Paradise. No, not Paradise Lost. Um, Opeth. No. Opeth's in... That's another story that's altogether. That's a whole other fucking story. <laughs> yeah, that's for another podcast. Uh, we can do a whole podcast about that. <laughs> but uh, I think... There were a lot of bands that started changing their sound, right? Yeah. Uh, Catatonia. There's a lot of people who are like, I only listen to old Catatonia only and fuck new Catatonia. <laughs> I'm like, well, have fun with, you know, just listening to Brain Murder Day and, you know, and Below. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's as far as you're going to get, you know. But, um, Amorphous just fucking, they evolved in this such a beautiful way. But, I mean, if you're going to check them out, I would say go ahead and check this shit out now, man. Oh, yeah. Check out Queen of Time. If you've never heard them before, you can't go wrong with Queen of Time. It's just, yeah. it's one of those albums. I kind of feel like it's a <clears throat> it's still melodic death. Yeah. With uh, really good clean vocals. Some of the best I've heard in metal lately. Yeah. Just lately. And uh, they got Annika van Giersbergen. And a song or two. Yeah. Uh, they just have... Everything's just really good, man. I mean, they've been doing amalgams for a long time. Ever since Tales from a Thousand Leagues, that's when they first yeah. started using the clean vocals. Yeah. So they've never been a band to stay within a niche. Yeah. I think that's that's true too, man. And yeah. that's that's a good point. Because, I mean, there's elements of electronic that you start noticing. Like when they had, were doing it in Universum. Yeah. And I think... I'm, fuck, I forgot there's an album they were doing it on. But they were... It's it's in the background on this. It's very light. Yeah. And so that's why it's just of everything, like the best of, and then just boom, they just kind of made yeah. it. So I, this, that's why I think this is a perfect album, man. Yeah. I think this is definitely a must-have for anybody. I th- Besides the other one I think we're talking about a lot is, um, is Death Heavens. Yeah. I think that one is a must-have. Exactly. Like, oh, well, you need to have those two. I think... Of everything that we've talked about, those two are the, Death Heaven and Amorphous. Those two yeah. albums that we're talking about, I think like those are have to be like albums you have to listen. You're gonna to. listen to any album in, if you have to in 2018. What's left of it? Yeah. Make it be those two albums. I would agree because those two are fucking outstanding. Like, uh, I will, like I, I keep saying that because it's like, trust me when you when I tell you, yeah. please listen to it because I, I know there's some people who are like, yeah, sure, and then they never check it out, and then they check it out. L- I don't know, years later, and they're like, like, oh, you were right. <laughs> you know, shit, Sherlock. You know? <laughs> so I have another one. All right. And this is going to be more of a live album. Uh, it's a live performance. It's Arion live. It's uh, it's called Universe. And it's kind of like the best of Arion. And if, if you guys haven't heard Arion, he's, it's uh, 
um, Arjun Lucasen from uh, I don't know the Netherlands or something is this hippie fucking dude who just does a lot of progressive metal. Hmm. And but he does his metal operas, and this is just pretty much a whole metal opera performance that he had been, you know, they've been practicing for a couple of years. They finally did the performance, um, wow. and it's it came out earlier this year, and the tickets sold out within minutes for for a couple of shows. So that's to me was pretty cool. Yeah, if you have not seen. Uh, or if you haven't really heard Arian, I don't know if this is such a good place for you to start. I have but not. it's a best of, so I mean, it could be a really good, it could be a really good uh, starting point. But it's a it's a best of, you know what I mean? So it could yeah. be a really good starting point. Not only that, I only recommend the Blu-ray or DVD. I don't yeah. recommend just listening to it live, like an audio. Yeah, it's a visual. It comes with the visual. It's experience. a visual, dude. I mean, you got. Floor Jansen on there. You have Annika Van Giersbergen. You have um, a lot of different singers on there. And you have a lot of different guys. I think Tommy... I forgot his name. Tommy Verlick? I forgot his name. I think he used to be super Camelot. Mm. The dude from uh, Nightwish sings on it. The, oh, okay. The, the bass player. Yeah. He sings on it. Um... Oh. Uh, just so many. There's just so many fucking people out there. It's 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 insane. There's definitely something to check out. Yeah, and again, check out the live, the actual of the the Blu-ray. It's amazing, dude. It's it's a treat, man, because it's like not everybody gets to check something out like that. Yeah, you know. So it's I think it's amazing. Um. So yeah, that's that kind of comes down to the the top ten albums. I know there's a few. Um, for me, honorable mentions, which um, Psytropic is one of them. Sludge, that's the other one we talked about. Mm. Sludge was, uh, let's see, <laughs> Esoteric Malacology. <laughs> Malacology. Uh, and, uh, and that one, because I heard late, yeah. late in the year. Uh, about a week or two ago. Otherwise, that shit would have been in my yeah, my uh, top ten. I have sure. one of those too. I mean, the you ever heard the new album from uh, Arsis? No. You happen to be coming here next month, or they have a new album? Yeah, I didn't even fucking know. Yeah, it's because they're badass. It's really badass. Damn, dude, I gotta check that shit out. Did not know. Snowy Shaw, another honorable no. mention. If you guys, it's a little quirky. It's a little strange. Yeah, and it probably would win the award for cheesy album cover of the year. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, what else? There's so many. I think right now I have a, a not surprise. Uh, I was like looking through my list. Uh, a surprise album that I, I really enjoyed was the new Unearth album, dude. Mm. I was actually pleasantly fucking surprised. I'm not, I don't even listen to that shit anymore. Like yeah. metalcore, melodic metalcore type stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. But they were really good, man. 
They kind of surprised me. Anyways, so next topic. Um, so I wanted to bring up before we talk about the 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 gorgeous ladies of metal. I wanted to talk about uh, that band Threaten. Oh, now so we talked about this. We were talking about it earlier that it's, this is a a guy who created a fake band. But did he really create a fake band? So he he made a fake, I don't know, um, manager. He had everything that wasn't real. Yeah. Twitter account. Um, I mean, if everything else is fake except the music, is it really a fake band? That's where that, the, that's where the question arises. I know that's that's this is the thing that I'm I'm trying to understand. Is the band only the music, or is the band the whole package? The members, the <laughs> manager, everything. Yeah. I don't understand. To me, because he, had, I think he had everything. Like it's it's a fake this and it's a fake that. But how can it be fake if they're if playing? If there's music and they're playing, yeah, how can it be fake? Yeah. Yeah, and to me, I'm like, I think that's a to me, it's a great. Um, like he's actually trying, you know. I don't see anybody else fucking hustling like he is yeah. trying. Yeah. You know, and I know he was discovered. Whatever they 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 uncovered. Oh, you know, and uh, they're touring in Europe or some shit like yeah. that. I mean, um, if you're if you're touring, you're playing your own music. <laughs> where do, where is that a fake band? That's... <laughs> I know. It, so the issue is like, if for that respect you could call Bathory a fake band, you could say, hey, that Quarthon wasn't his real name. Yeah. He was just one guy that made all his music. Yeah, that's a fake band. No, I mean, yeah. If there's music, if there's somebody playing it, for all respects, that's a band. Yeah. And and to me, I'm like, he's trying, dude. Yeah. If you're not cheating, you ain't trying. No, just kidding. Hmm. But he's trying, and I think that was great. You know, and what else? What other way? Also, apparently, he said he was doing it on purpose to get a lot of PR. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he he succeeded massively in that. Yeah. You know, so I think by now it's long forgotten because this happened like in November, October. Yeah. So it's long gone already by now. But I think if anything, he's gonna get, he's still gonna get more attention from. Yeah, I'm shit. sure there are probably record labels out there that are probably gonna throw some deals at him. Pro- maybe you never know. I mean, for fucking being hustling. Yeah. For hustler, you know, fuck it, why not, dude? So I thought that was an interesting idea. But yeah, you you bring up a really good point in terms of, uh, <laughs> is it really fake if you're actually making music? Yeah. You know. I mean. Does the rest of the stuff a band make? No. I think a band is only its music. If you got the music, if you're out there playing it, that's it. That's all you need. Right. Who cares if everything else about it is fake? Yeah. Because in that, so this kind of, it's it crosses different lines then. You know, it's like different bands that talk about well, no, I guess not. I mean, if there's different <sighs> lyrical concepts or whatever, you know, like Blind Guardian or something like that. Yeah. But I mean, it is what it is. I'm I'm kind of bummed out that nothing came of it. Like he, <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe he's making music and he's gonna make more. Yeah. And I don't know, but I'm I'm curious. I never got to hear any. Well, of the if music he was either. flying up to do all this, I mean, I'm sure he's got other plans in the future. Yeah. If he fooled the whole other other band members. Yeah. I would say shame on them, not on him, dude. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks, dude. 
get tricked into it. All right. So we're we're, we're uh, our next uh, topic, I guess, is and now I just want to uh, reemphasize that I keep calling it the the gorgeous ladies of metal. Just because it's a spoofer, like of just taking it from, uh, I think Glow, the gorgeous lady is uh, wrestling. Yeah. Right. Um. And so I just decided to kind of put that in metal. Yeah. So it's called yeah. glam, glam in right? our terms. We're calling it glam. Gorgeous ladies of metal. If it doesn't make sense to you, just shut up and keep going with it. Uh, so basically, very fitting. I mean, glam. Like, yeah. Imagine Monty Crew might be considered gorgeous ladies, so that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> so we're we're basically just gonna be talking about women in metal, women in rock yeah. and stuff like that. So it's not necessarily uh that's actually the idea behind the topic. And so of course, you know, you get you get your if you wanna go back, you know, you you gotta give Tribute, pay tribute to all the all the wonderful ladies that, that were in different bands. You know, Janis Joplin. Yeah. You know, Pat Benatar, Lita Ford, the ones who wanted to be leading women, not just the, not just the pretty face out there, not yeah. just a figurehead, but somebody who actually had talent, wanted to go out there and yeah, and show the world what they can do. Exactly, and like. Prime example, Anne Wilson, you know, yeah. of, of heart. I mean, goddamn, the, the sisters were badass. Yeah. Dude. I mean, Chingonas, man. first time a lot of people probably saw a really badass woman guitarist. Yeah, exactly that too, man. You know, you have them, you have uh, Debbie Harry, Deborah Harry. Yeah. You know, Stephen Nicks, she came mm-hmm. into Fleetwood Mac and I think she transformed them. She completely changed them into what they are now. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess she's still with I mean, them. she became the voice of the group. I mean, that's, yeah. she's the most yeah. identifiable member of the band. Yeah, her and, her and uh, <clears throat> Lindsay Buckingham, you know, both of them. Mm. Which I had one. <laughs> I was talking to somebody and I was like, yeah, I want to I wanna watch uh, Fleetwood Mac because they're going to go on tour and blah, blah, blah. And uh, I was like, yeah, but I found out Lindsay... Wasn't going to be on the tour. So they're not going to play Holiday Road? Yeah, I guess not. Well, <laughs> they can't. No. Rats. But, oh, but uh, I know. But um, she's like, yeah. I actually got to see uh, um, Fleetwood Mac a long time ago. And Lindsay was playing. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah. She's she's so good. She's so talented. She, she, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, wah, 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 yeah. when you heard that. <laughs> really, no. She was great. All right. Well, yeah. that's cool. Well. Does she still play with her fingers? Yeah, right. Probably so. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, that was one of the funny conversations I had. Um, then you get, of course, Madonna. Because she was provocative. And she just kind of didn't give a fuck you yeah. know in the 80s she just did whatever she wanted still has a following I think 
I think. I'm sure there's people. <laughs> I'm pretty there. sure she has a little following. <laughs> and but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there. There are so many women out there that were rocking and doing their thing. You know. I mean, the one I have to especially mention is uh, Debbie Harry because yeah, it was the scene that Blondie was in the punk scene. Right. Uh, she was one of the the ones that wasn't they weren't punk per se yet they were in the scene accepted because they were their attitude was just you know we don't give a fuck what music sounds like right now yeah we're gonna come out here we're gonna do our shit you know and just rock the place and i think that's that's the idea man of of it was the attitude more than the music yeah exactly and blondie had that attitude yeah we don't care what we sound like we're just gonna we're gonna be badass, yeah. and Debbie Harry was a badass. Yeah, and I think she gave rise to a lot of people that came in the eighties. Uh, well, they were probably around in the seventies, but Debbie Harry was kind of the the launching pad to where yeah. they had uh, they had more of the opportunity. People like Pat Benatar. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, another band, of course, that we have to mention. Is the Runaways? Oh yeah, I mean because they came from the seventies at yeah. the same time also. Yeah, that's true. And without them, I mean, there wouldn't have been a lot of those women in the eighties. No, that that was a good uh, starting off point, I think. There, it was all it was the whole girl, it was the old girl band. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's them. It's um, girl school, which Lemmy supported endlessly. Yeah, he just fucking loved girl school, you know. They were fucking badass too, man. Um, um, Lita Ford. No, exactly. But I mean, which is funny because like, let me wrote a lot of songs for a lot of those girls too. Yeah. <laughs> so he was, he had a knack for making, for writing songs for other people besides yeah. himself. I think he wrote what for Ozzy. Yeah, for a lot uh, of people. Mama, people don't Mama realize. Yeah, yeah, he wrote "Mama, I'm Coming Home." Let me wrote a lot of a shitload of songs. Yeah, like, a lot of songs that people would people. not think Let me would have written. I mean, right? <clears throat> he did a lot. So, telling people are just blown away by that. So, yesterday was the uh, three year anniversary. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yesterday. So, good old Lemmy. We'll have a uh, check and coke later for him. Oh yeah. So. Uh, Really, a lot of these girls, a lot of these these women, gave power to other women. Yeah. To little girls listening to rock and stuff at that time. Who later on became, you know, singers for all these different bands that we listened to and stuff like that, right? So, that gave them, you know, a good... um, A a good influence for them to just say, hey, it's not just a man's... Uh, boys club yeah it's for everybody you know and that's I think that's the one thing that is important I think. Yeah, women are a big influence on each other it's oh, yeah. it's very much an empowerment thing I mean yeah you see uh, the timeline almost like Susie Quattro mm-hmm. inspired Joan Jett Joan Jett inspired Pat Benatar yeah. and it, it just goes on and on because they're always kind of feeding off one each other yeah. one one, one like I don't want to say it on. They kind of on standing on the shoulders of giants, you know? Yeah. They inspire each other yeah. to, to just try to be better. Well, I think with that being said, I'm going to 
I mean, I kind of wanted to talk about a few in metal. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Just because there's so many. Yeah. I think these are some of the more that kind of are standing out, and uh, not all of them are up, sing like operatic or whatnot, but yeah. they're definitely amazing singers. Um, the first one I wanted to bring up is Annika van Giersbergen because she sings in, in so many different bands. She's yeah. done her own. Uh, she has her own band called Ver. She sang for Devin Townsend. She had she was in the gathering. Uh, if you guys remember those guys, yeah. Uh, she was in just in a shitload of bands, and she's in the she was in, she's in Arion does the metal does the metal operas and whatnot. Yeah, beautiful clean vocals, and super awesome person. You know she's always happy and just enjoying life and just. You know, she's always taking pictures of her and her husband and her kid. They're just always on vacation. Just, yeah. like, living the life. You know what I mean? But I think she's one of those great women that... Um, she's. I think she's willing to bring other people on board with what she's doing. And I think that's cool. Yeah, definitely. Because she's on all those projects. I mean, because, you know what I mean? Like, she's brought on all those projects. People yeah. are, like, thinking directly of her. They're like, you know what? I think you'd be a great addition. Exactly. Like, I... Th- I'm, or they wrote it thinking about her. Yeah. And so I'm sure she has to, you know, she feels like that too now. You know, like she's like, I'm going to bring these other girls or I'm going to think about these other people. Or yeah. Whatever. So I think that's really cool. Um, there's a, one that I want to bring up, but we'll talk about later. Uh, just because of... Uh, the PR nightmare that's going on with them. No, right. Um, but another, I think, one that I think is super important is uh, Joe Bench. Oh, Bolt from, Thrower. From Bolt Thrower. Yeah. And if you guys have not heard Bolt Thrower, those guys are just fucking chill. If you have not heard Bolt Thrower, where the fuck you been? Yeah, because that's, that's, <laughs> that's like... The, one of the legendary... Oh, death metal. Death metal bands of the early yeah. 90s. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's like... I, I, it just It's like a chugging... It's like a tank coming your way. Yeah. It's just chugging your way. <laughs> just churning your way. That power. Oh, dude. It's... Yeah. That's one of the bands that disappointed me that called it quits. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if they're still doing... Um, they're just doing a couple of shows. Really? I don't think they're recording, but mm-hmm. I think they're doing festivals. If not... They were doing that at one point. Yeah. And I don't know if they just completely stopped. Uh-huh. I'm not 100% sure on that. So if you guys let me know if they have. Well, outside of they're completely gone now. Yeah. That that was a major bummer because they had, I don't know, they had a great knack for writing just fucking... And it wasn't even brutal death metal. It was just, no, it was just... straight, just... Mid tempo, just fucking. Yeah, but it had that power to it. Mean, <laughs> yeah, and a lot of it was her. It was that bass, just yeah, it just chugging along. Yeah, man. it was great, man. Uh, and so I, I kind of feel like I don't know if that really hit on a lot of uh, cylinders because then you see White Zombie. Yeah, you know their bases. The, their bases, and that was around the same time. Yeah, that was around the very much the same yeah. time. So I don't know if there was like a. a Correlation with that and other other bands and, and, and other women playing bass. And bands, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Smashing Pumpkins, right? Also, oh, that's true too. 
but it's just there's a lot of different people that are, you know, you didn't see it too often. Now it's all of a sudden now it's starting. There's a lot of, it's starting. Yeah, like we're starting to see there's that, that inspiration. They're starting to inspire yeah. everybody. And yeah, and I think that's fucking badass, dude. Yeah. That's all of a sudden things start to change. You know, and obviously during the late '90s, then you get Kitty, yeah. right? Super new metal-y. but it didn't matter. I don't think it even mattered because it was all of a sudden you get these chicks that are playing fucking metal, dude. Yeah. To me, it, it was pretty cool. I I I bit on it first when it came out. Yeah. And I just kind of like didn't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, the, I get it, but I don't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. But they kept writing albums and they yeah. kept getting better and they just kept, I don't know, they kept at it. Yeah, and they then they got so much better, so now I enjoy them now because they just they got way fucking better now. Right, isn't that cool? Yeah, and uh, let's see. I guess we can talk about uh, is it Christina Scabia? No, Scabia, 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 uh, Scabies. Of Lacuna Coil. You know, she also had, I think, one of the major influences, I think, uh, when they started hitting big. I mean, they were already big pretty much everywhere else, just not in the U.S., you know? Yeah. The one thing that always kind of upset me was Evanescence. Oh. Because people were already doing that. Yeah. The Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theater of Tragedy, you know, they were already doing that shit. I think Lacuna Coila was mildly doing that, but yeah. they were already writing, they were already doing something like that. And um, I didn't really enjoy Evanescence kind of <sighs> taking credit for that and kind of... Uh, yeah, because they came in way after they, others had been yeah they i for think quite a while they hit the fucking lottery dude well yeah they hit the fucking they were in the right place man. at the right time. yeah because all of a sudden you know amy lee comes out and she's doing her thing and you know everybody's like oh my god no one's <laughs> no one's doing this like ever oh my god why are oh, they're so geniuses i gotta go karaoke this yeah thing. all of a sudden everybody's like all into them and yeah. all into that and then it's like Look, look when a look when a coil who and you know theater tragedy who, yeah. Tristania. All of a sudden, it's everyone's just like who cares about all these other bands? Yeah, they never even <clears> heard <throat> of those other bands. They had never heard of them, and I mean whatever. If you're barely starting off and you start, uh, I guess it's a good starting off point for them. But then, <laughs> if I don't know, it, it just upset me because these guys, it's it's the same way that. Um, Kill Switch Engage took credit for writing, you know, this this Gothenburg metal, like oh. this, yeah, yeah, you no. know what I mean. When Dark yeah, Tranquility it, and Flames were, it had been were, around since and the early nineties, yeah, yeah, the Gates, Dark Tranquility and Flames, yeah. they were already doing it. But Kill Switch is like, look at us, look at us, look yeah. at us, and and being so cocky, assholes doing it at the same time, yeah, like their guitarist, he's a fucking asshole. I fucking hate him too. Uh, everyone else is cool, but I don't like their guitars. He's yeah. a fucking piece of shit. Um, anyways, so there's another band, guys. Now you know that I don't like. Uh, so anyways, but again, I always talk about it. Listen to them because they're 
what the fuck there was we had no other choice you know it was them and like um who else in like 2004 2005 hmm. like unearth and uh <sighs> there's another there's a there's a whole a darkest hour no oh. you know what i mean yeah yeah all of a sudden these guys are like the new wave of yeah. and it's like no dude um what happened to everyone house? I don't know what happened. They were just on a downtime, I guess. I don't know what happened, mm-hmm. dude. But there was a really, there was really bad years, man. Yeah, for metal, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't enjoy a lot of those bands, but oh. I had nothing else to listen to. <laughs> YouTube was getting big. Yeah, at that time, there was no YouTube. fucking Apple Music. There was no fucking Spotify. You were done with that whole bite. 20 albums for a penny shit that was done you know yeah. so like you can pick new music yeah you know what I mean so it was a, it was a strange time it was a strange place you know exactly. you go buy music it was uh, the years of LimeWire <sighs> you were giving your computer AIDS dude yeah that's pretty much. all it was <laughs> <laughs> so I mean it, that's why I, it was a rough time for me and it was very much a time that I found my identity and like what I was going to listen to and what I was going to move to the side and what I was going to go forward with music musically. And I chose wisely, I think. Oh, so, um, I mean, all that came from is we're talking about Lacuna Coil. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, I think other bands that, um, or worth mentioning is like Simone Simmons from Epica. Yeah. You know, Tarja. Oh, definitely. Of Nightwish. And yeah. now she's solo, right? But I don't know. Those all, You get all those bands coming through and, and, and all of a sudden you're getting, you're seeing more and more women and ladies at metal shows. Yeah. Than before. Because before you used to be just as fucking dudes well there would be women but they wouldn't they'd be there with their dudes yeah they wouldn't be into the metal now there's a lot more women engaged in the music yeah there a lot of them are there in the pit dude in the pit in the fucking pit i mean it's great to see because they're engaged into the music i mean you have conversations with them and they actually know their shit i mean it was a it's a great thing because i mean they're getting into the actual music they're not there because they're supporting their guy they're not there because it's the place to be on a Saturday night. They're there because they like that band. They know right. exact. They know that band exactly what they sound like. They have their albums. Yeah, and they're not being like what what they would say is groupies. Yeah, they're actually there because they they're there because they appreciate the music. Yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah, and that's I think that's there's been that much change. I think in maybe the last twenty years. I think yeah. Because I don't think that's been the case as much in the 90s or no. late 90s. Yeah. I think that's just been recently. Yeah. You know? Um, the one band that some people have been talking to me about lately is Ginger. I think that's how you oh, say Oh, Ginger, it. yeah. With Tatiana. Yeah. Oh, she's pretty talented. I mean... she's She is. They're, they're badass, dude. I mean, I'm not into them. Me neither, but I can appreciate her yeah. talent. She's got a very wide vocal. Oh range. yeah, yeah. It's it's a uh, this is a range. There's it's a range. Very know? wide range. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's really cool too. 
you know. She can sound like anything from uh, I don't know from from Tarja all the way to fucking Chris Barnes, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all in there. Yeah, that's why it's it's pretty cool. She's cheating, man. She's cheating. <laughs> we can't do that, right? But <laughs> but I think what's awesome is like one of my other favorite bands is Light the City, right? But I liked Light the City um, with the the past two albums only. Yeah. I didn't like their their metalcore mm. days, um, and um, their singer I forget her name Laura something. She's badass. She growls. She's great. Yeah, but very one dimensional. Yeah, you know she doesn't add. She doesn't add anything to the music. Just it's just just her growling, you know, and it's yeah. cool. But Tatiana will sing clean. She'll do everything else, and so there's she could you could do so much more with the music because of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? However, if you haven't heard like the city guys. Check out the last two albums. They're fucking amazing. Especially, I think, Storm Chaser. Because that one's, like... Probably one of the most important albums of the last 20 years. The last 15 years. I'm not even playing around. Because it's so fucking good. Hmm. It's one of those albums. Um, even though that girl doesn't bring too much to the <laughs> table because of her vocals. Yeah. That doesn't matter. It's still a great That's album. a fucking... Yeah. The, the entire album is fucking killer. Uh, anyways. But yeah. Ginger, Tatiana, I know they're they're just, they're really fucking good. She's super talented as fuck. Yeah. And you don't see that as much. You're, you're starting to see that now. You know what I mean? So that's pretty cool. I know there was um, uh, Doro Pesh. Uh, yeah, Doro. You know, she's been around, what, Warlock? Back, way back in the fucking early 80s. Yeah, and she would do duets, right? With... What did she do a duet with Dave Mustaine, I think, even, right? I know she's done a lot of different things. I think maybe let me. Maybe let me. But she's been around. She's been around the block, man. Yeah. Cause she's so, but she's so, like, I love her because she's, like, such a dork. Yeah. Like, I remember you saw her on, um, I think, Headbanger's Journey, I think. Yeah. And... She's like a dork, super humble, shy. I've seen, I've seen super her. Super shy. Yeah, I've seen candid footage of her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly where, but yeah. pretty sure all the way back to, you know, watching, watching MTV. Yeah. And having them ha- on interviews, you know, with with her. Really. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. She's like she, really shy, dude. Yeah. And when like you just see her performing, it's like, what happened? Yeah. Where's all that shyness? All of a sudden, boom! She's just fucking in command and powerful, dude. Yeah. And she's badass. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, another another badass singer, I think, is uh, Floor Jensen, who's, I think she's currently in Nightwish, I believe. Yeah. But her, she's just... First of all, she's, she's fucking huge. She's tall, dude. Yeah. She's tall. Not huge. I'm sorry. She's tall. Uh, she's uh, 6'1", mm-hmm. I think. Amazonian but she's awesome because she's charismatic she's got this beautiful smile and she'll just like walk around and she owns it dude she owns yeah. the stage when she's on there that's her thing man you can't take that shit away yeah anymore, that's, like, that's the stage presence is the, that, the exactly things, you know. like on the Arian, uh Blu-ray 
you got the other singers there with her or whatever and they're like insignificant yeah because of her she's just so she's so talented awesome singer but she's just like it's that fucking smile and the way she just brings everybody yeah you know what I mean it's just so great dude I can't like that's one that I just kind of like gotta give it to her too she's badass yeah so you know Fleur Jansen now here's the one that I think was interesting so her her new her replacement uh was it Alicia? Yeah. Alicia. Alicia, what's her name? Yeah. She's married to like somebody from Misfits. Uh, is it Doyle? Doyle. She's married to yeah. Doyle. Um, I think she's terrible. Mm. Uh, I agree. Mm. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like Arch Enemy became a gimmick band. Yeah. Because they got her as a singer. And the reason I bring that up is because they had. A pick of the litter of anybody, of anybody to, yeah. to come and sing for them. Yeah. But they decided to go with her. I really never paid attention to as an arsonist or wherever she came from. I never really paid too much attention to them. But I just still don't understand like why they picked her. Yeah. If she really was really the best candidate at the time, I doubt no, it. Most likely not. Probably not. Although I would imagine if they had Tatiana singing, that would be pretty fucking bad because no. you have Jeff Loomis I think and like imagine like what, how they would musically oh, hell work yeah. so anyways um, but <clears throat> the one that was more important to me I think that was probably one of the most influential female vocalists is Angela yeah from that was Arch Enemy yeah that's that is Arch Enemy yeah I mean, you. I like older, you know, like Black Earth. I like older Arch Enemy because yeah. that's where I first started listening to them. But, but you know, when she came out and she started singing with them, and she started doing her thing, that shit had never been. You didn't really hear that anymore. Yeah, you didn't no. actually ever heard that before. Exactly. This chick sounded fucking possessed. Dude. Yeah. And and she did it so fucking well. It was like you're trying to convince dudes. They're like, "That's no way. That's a fucking yeah. woman, man. There's no fucking way." She's outstanding, dude. Yeah. And so, and powerful fucking voice, dude. Exactly. And for her to be doing that shit, it was amazing, dude. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a, she was like a direct influence on Ginger, I think. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. But I, I mean, that, that has to have opened the fucking floodgates for everyone yeah. else, dude. A lot of people. For yeah. her, because she's talked about it too. Yeah. And she said that she she's happy that she influences a lot of people. Or she did influence a lot of yeah. people. You know? Obviously, right now, there's they're going through this shitstorm. Yeah. Uh, PR shitstorm for her. Uh, so if you guys haven't heard, she... Um, she kind of had she got into it with a photographer because he took a picture of the band and their clothing line used that same picture to advertise the clothing that Alicia whatever her name is was wearing yeah and he didn't take he wasn't too happy about that because he was saying hey dude it's mine it's my picture yeah you didn't ask permission to use that picture Everyone else that used it was crediting him 
and saying thank you for the pictures. Yeah. Except that clothing line, which I don't think he appreciated very much. So he's like, he got into contact with them and uh, he, he actually didn't even know he was talking to Angela, but he was talking to Angela, <laughs> you know, through email and whatnot. And she tells him, you should be happy for the exposure that we're going to give you and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, look, how the fuck am I supposed to eat? <laughs> you know, how am I supposed to pay the bills with fucking exposure? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's already been around. doesn't matter. But still, that doesn't exposure doesn't pay bills. Yeah, no. At the end of the day. If any local band will tell you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I thought that was interesting. Right now, I think they're facing a huge, I'm telling you. A huge shitstorm. There's a lot of people just like bombarding their Facebook and talking shit to them. And um, I mean, potentially she could just get fired or resign from where she's at right now. Yeah. From from all this shit. I mean, it's that bad. I think I think she might. Most likely, yeah. Uh, if not, she they if the best thing for them to do is for her to say she fucked up and she apologizes and that's it. Yeah. And yeah, he's not banned. That's it. Yeah. That's for her. She just need a fucking. Take the bullet, eat it, and yeah. that's it. Um, so I think that's the best, what do you call it? Like the, for her, for them to do. Yeah, the best way out of it. Yeah, the best way just to fix the whole fucking situation. Yeah. The fuck fest, as I call it. Hmm. But, you know, there are tons of people that we didn't even fucking talk about. There are tons of women that we didn't talk about. We want to hear all your picks of the year we want to hear your top 10 picks of the year we want to hear who you think we left out in this women's of metal list and or or you know women rockers of the 70s 60s 50s whenever can i bring you know. some up uh new ones yeah go for it dude uh who do we leave out well one that we talked about earlier oceans of slumber mm. the yes singer cammy gilbert mm-hmm. oh she's amazing like her voice it's a Beauty and the Beast kind of thing, like you were mentioning. Dude, it really is. I, it, it literally is, but with like yeah. technical sort of death metal stuff. Yeah. I mean, and it's... The good thing about it is that she fits into the band. It's not one of those bands where the clean vocals kind of just hover above a harsh background. Right. The music is written kind of around her vocals. Yeah. And then when it gets harsh, it's not a sudden transition the songs flow really evenly yeah and I mean she's kind of the backbone of the band with that voice that's badass and she is she has a really good stage yeah. presence I've seen a, I've seen oh, okay. a lot of her performances and I, I I really liked her voice I'm gonna like you kind of convinced me more to check him out to check yeah. him out a little bit more cause I know uh I think I, I had her winter yeah. Which is very little. They do some really great covers, too. I mean, they did uh, Nights in White Satin. No way. Yeah. <laughs> great cover of that one. Yeah, that's cool. And they did uh, Solitude by Candlemas. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. I'll check that shit out then, for sure, because yeah. I love that fucking song. Mm. Yeah, so that's a really good honorable mention right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one will be uh, uh, Unleash the Archers. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. See, now this is one that I had not heard before. Yeah. She's got a really good voice. It's almost reminiscent of um, 80s singers. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. I like that Very high-pitched, very uh, very operatic. Yeah. Um, 
I wouldn't say it's a throwback band, but her voice definitely hits uh, that range. It's that range yeah, yeah. where you don't see that anymore, where people are using highs. Um, Did are they something like a? What are those guys called? I forgot they're called. I forgot the name. Something like got. Uh, three hundred something. What are they called? Um, something three hundred. Ah, oh, I forgot what they're called. Dude. There's what, a, a band? band. Yeah, like like goblins three thousand or fuck what they call. <laughs> <laughs> I I totally forgot the name of this band, but um, yeah, three hundred. I don't remember the name of the band. Anyways, uh, but they they sang super fucking high, like yeah. overly high pitched, like King Diamond and shit like oh, that. Oh shit! It was really cool. Have you heard a uh, Queen Diamond? No, <laughs> that's a uh, all female cover uh, cover band. Of <laughs> King Diamond. Badass. They do King Diamond, Merciful Fate. Yeah. Oh my god, that is such a perfect name. Yeah. Which I, I mean, it, it's great, but I don't think yeah. it's too fair. I mean, women can hit those notes. Yeah, it's a little easier. Yeah, it's a little them. easier for them. I mean, coming from him, you know, a guy hitting those notes, that's a, shows a little more. That's a feat. You no, know, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they're great too. I mean, I'd like to see well, them Well, there's them, right? There's the Iron Maidens. The Iron Maidens. Right. Uh, Black Savage. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. And, uh,. Trying to look up this other band. Oh, uh, Crystal Viper. I have heard Crystal Viper. You've heard Crystal yeah, Viper. Yeah, it's like, you know, traditional like doom metal or like traditional metal. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, the singer, name is Mar- Marta Gabriel. Uh, she plays guitar mm-hmm. and sings. Oh, it's bad. Really, really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's fucking cool. It's crazy when you don't even know, like you're just listening to these bands, you know? Yeah. That's fucking cool. So... Anything like that? One more band. Okay. Uh, Oathbreaker. Oh, that's right. You brought that. They were fucking cool, man. We were listening to... I know we only heard like two minutes, three minutes, but yeah. they're really fucking good, man. I'm glad you showed them to me. Oathbreaker is uh, really good. Yeah, they only have a, like two ba- two albums out. Yeah. But yeah, the their last album just blew me away. Post-black metal. Yeah. Yeah. She's got uh, both... Uh, Clean and dirty vocals. The, I wouldn't call those the cookie monster vocals. No, they're no. more high pitched. Yeah, than, yeah, yeah. The cookies, yeah. She doesn't really well the, the the clean and the 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 dirties. We'll call them. Yeah, yeah. Those are really good. So hopefully, um, we're gonna do a another podcast really soon. Um, I think that one, um, might be an uh, actual cover art, uh, album, album cover arts. So we'll see. I have, I have a lot of different ideas and stuff. Again, if you guys have different ideas, please let me know. Please let us know because, um, you know, if there's something that you think we didn't cover, just something that you think we should cover. That's pretty cool too. I'd like to know. Um, anyways, so you're gonna be hearing a lot from Gilbert, and uh, 
I guess until next time, man. Guys, let the metal flow. Hell yeah. You guys have a good night. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. All right. See you guys later next time.